Israel is at war. This recording is done on October the 19th with news and prayer update. I want to share two very important messages with you coming from our Jewish friends in Israel who desperately need our prayers and our support. The first message comes from Pesach Waliki, and his short two-minute message for us is this. This is that time, a wartime call to the Christian world. Understand that this is a spiritual war against an ancient principality, the Amalek spirit and the Philistine spirit, as it is written in Deuteronomy 25, 17-19. Remember what Amalek did to you on the way as you were coming out of Egypt, how he met you on the way and attacked your rear flanks, all the stragglers at your rear, when you were tired and weary, and he did not fear God. Therefore it shall be, when the Lord your God has given you rest from all your enemies around you, in the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess as an inheritance, that you will blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. You shall not forget. Amalek goes after the weakest and the most vulnerable. That is exactly what Hamas did on Saturday morning, October 7th, the last day of Sukkot. They went after grandmothers, toddlers, teenagers. They raped women and carried away captive 200-plus hostages. They murdered entire families and burned people alive and beheaded IDF soldiers. Israel is looking straight into the face of evil right now. A war against Israel is a war against the God of Israel. Israel's army is God's army. They must act to put down this evil. The rise of anti-Semitism and deep-seated hatred towards the Jews is spreading like a cancer throughout the globe. Thousands of protesters were out in Sydney, Australia, screaming, Gas the Jews! Gas the Jews! Right now, you and I have a decision to make. Where do you stand in this war? As it is written in Esther chapter 4, verse 14, For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. What can you do? You and I, we are a part of the Lord's army. We are all combatants in this war. The war is fought in the media, in the minds and hearts of the people, and in our pocketbooks. First, please subscribe to Israel on Target. In this email news alert coming from me, you will get up-to-date news coming from trusted sources from folks with boots on the ground in Israel. Click here to subscribe. Next, please sign the Statement of Unity and Support for Israel and the Jewish People. Finally, get involved in a prayer group and get up on the wall of prayer and pray for Israel daily. Your prayers can make such a huge difference. And now, without any further ado, I bring you Pesach Waliki with an urgent message for every Christian. After that, he will be followed by Rabbi Eli Michel of Israel 365, who shares a heartfelt message 
a call to Christians and Jews to fight evil together. Israel is at war. Our enemies have never been more open about their goal of destroying the Jewish people and state. Throughout the world, the atheist left and the Islamists are allied against Israel. And when we consider what they have in common, it makes perfect sense. The left and the Islamists both reject the truth of God's word in the Bible, so they must wage war on Israel. The return of the nation of Israel to the land after 2,000 years is the clearest proof of the dominion of the God of Israel over history and of the truth of God's promises in the Bible. Over and over, Scripture speaks of a time when Israel will be at war with those who seek to prevent these prophecies from being fulfilled. The Bible speaks of this happening at a time when the Jewish people have returned to the land. This is that time. But Israel will not fight this war alone. As the prophet Zechariah tells us, many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day and they shall become my people. This is the only verse where people from the nations of the world are called God's people. Everywhere else in the Bible, God's people means Israel alone. Zechariah teaches us that the nations will one day join together with Israel by fighting alongside us in the war for Jerusalem and the land of Israel. This is that time. Every Christian who has ever said, I stand with Israel, must know that the war that we have all known was coming, the war the Bible speaks about, is here now. This is that time. As Israel makes progress in destroying Hamas, the media and governments will pressure Israel to back off. Israel needs the Christian world standing with us. We need you to organize mass public rallies in support of Israel to counteract the demonstrations in support of our enemies that we're seeing all over the world. We need all who believe in the truth of the God of Israel to get engaged and join the fight. To quote Mordechai, if you are silent at this time, success and salvations will come to the Jews from elsewhere, but you and your family will be lost. This is that time. Israel has been gathered from the four corners of the earth. Jerusalem is being rebuilt. And now the enemies of Israel have risen up to destroy us. If you truly believe in the Bible, ask yourself, why was I chosen to live at this moment in history? The ultimate battle is upon us today, right now. This is the call for you to join the fight for Israel and for God. This is the time. For up-to-date information about the war, background materials, action items, and regular updates about what you can do to help, please visit the website and sign up today. I'm not a crier in general, but I have not stopped crying since I walked in this room. I can't stop it. Pastor Terry, Pastor George, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you for your love. And your love that you have brought into action, I, I'm astounded. I'm absolutely astounded, and you've given me and all of the people of Israel such incredible strength. Thank you so much. I want to thank Julie for being such a strong friend and advocate for Israel, I can't, I can't tell you how many Jews in Israel just know her by her first name. <laughs> I want to share something with you that I, I just this moment felt inspired to share. 
You know, Christian music moves me, I gotta tell you. <laughs> and some words from my favorite Christian song came to me as you were all singing together. From same God. I'm calling on the God of David who made a shepherd boy courageous. I may not face Goliath, but I've got my own giants. Well, I'll tell you today, we are facing Goliath. We are David, the people of Israel, we are David. We are small, but we are tough as nails. But unlike David, we do not only have God at our side, because we have all of you. I live in the town of Ephrat, a Jewish town, one of those 200 settlements in Judea, Samaria. We're in Judea, which is about, we're about 20 minutes south of Jerusalem a stone's throw from Bethlehem, and I mean literally a stone's throw. Our communities are right on top of each other. Ephrat has about 12,000 Jews, and Bethlehem has over 200,000 Palestinians. So I think you understand the situation that we're dealing with. On Saturday morning, we were at, it was the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, the most joyous day of the year. I was in synagogue, and I was the one who was chosen to lead the prayers. I was in the middle of the Hallel prayer, the, which we say only on special days of joy and thanks. We recite some of the most joyous psalms of thanks to God. In the middle of that prayer, the siren went off. Suffice it to say, we didn't finish our prayers that day. I ran, because we have about a minute, to get to a bomb shelter, I ran with about 25 of our closest friends. They followed me into my house because I lived next door to the synagogue. We ran up to the third floor. My daughters were still in pajamas. Teenage girls, they don't get up so early. <laughs> my girls in their pajamas and 25 men packed into a little room. From that moment, my daughter, I have four children, 17 on down to nine. My 12-year-old daughter, Aderet, she's a, such a sweet and sensitive soul. And it's this young lady who feels the pain of her people so much. On Passover, when our neighbors, the D family, if you remember this, Rabbi Leo D and his, and his family were traveling to a family event on the second day of Passover. They live around the corner from us. When terrorists slaughtered his wife and two daughters, they live around the corner, and from that moment on, my daughter, Adara, my 12-year-old, she slept in my bed. She was afraid that a terrorist would climb in through her, her bedroom window and slit her throat. So this past Saturday morning, she started having a panic attack, crying uncontrollably, and it's a panic attack that has continued for days. But I want you to know that I was texting with her as we were praying. And she said, Abba, Daddy, tell them that we're strong. Tell them that we're strong. 
These are not tears of fear. Because when a Jew is back in his natural habitat, when we're in our land, we are strong. That day, a day I'll remember for the rest of my life. I was in New York for 9-11, and I'll remember this past Saturday for the rest of my life. That afternoon, as the reports were coming in, I stood on my porch when the sirens stopped, and I, we live on the side of a mountain, I looked all around, and I saw sons in army uniforms hugging their crying mothers, one after the other getting into cars on the Sabbath to head off to the front. Because they knew, those moms knew, and those boys knew that not everybody was coming back. On Monday, our neighbors, the Weiser family, an American family that made Aliyah, their son, Roe Weiser, he's a soccer star, good-looking young guy, let me tell you, with a big smile that you'll never forget. Rowie gave his life for our people. On Tuesday, my daughter Emuna, my 15-year-old, Emuna means faith, her friend in her high school, her older brother, died for the people of Israel. On Wednesday, there's an older man who comes to the class that I give, I give the same class on the book of Samuel to the Jews of Ephrat and to Christians on Zoom. So this man, Chaim, he gave his grandson for the people of Israel. It's real, everybody. It is very real. One of my jobs in Israel, you need a lot of jobs to support yourself, but it's my great honor. I, I run, I'm an editor of a magazine for the World Religious Zionist Movement. And my boss, Rabbi Daron Perez, originally from South Africa, he's the head of the whole movement. His son, Daniel, has been missing since Saturday and presumed to be one of the hostages. We pray that he's one of the hostages. Imagine his pain and what he's going through right now. Please pray for Daniel Perez and all of the others. Please pray with all of your heart. I have to share, I know we're, we're on a, we have a time limit and I could be here all day. And do not worry, Pastor Terry. I'm looking at the clock. I'm not here to tell you all the atrocities. I know that most of you know, and if you don't, you'll go online to Israel 365 News, wherever else you go to find the news. But I need to tell you that we are fighting an Emily, an enemy that is not a regular enemy. We know our Bible. When the people of Israel came out of Israel, what happened? Right, we were men, women, and children. And who came after us? The Amalekites. The Amalekites, what did they do? Where did they attack us? The Bible tells us, God tells us they attacked us from behind. In Hebrew, kol all the weakest from behind. They murdered our women. They murdered our children, the old people, the elderly. And then God came to us and told us, these are not regular enemies. You must wipe them out from under the face of the earth. 
It is not cruelty to destroy evil. It is not cruelty. Those who are kind to the, to the cruel and to the evil are being cruel to the kind. If we do not uproot and slaughter every last one of these terrorists, they will, they'll come back. And believe me, they want to murder me, my wife Rebecca, and all four of my children. They want us. They want us dead. And they've said explicitly, you can go online and you can find these videos from the Hamas commanders. That they have, and they're saying this. First the Jews, and then the Christians. Israel is the front lines of our war. We are all in this war. We must stand together. What is happening today, Jews and Christians standing together. Israeli flags here at Eagle Mountain. This is the recipe. But we need a thousand Eagle Mountain churches. We need them all over the world. As Pastor Terry said, yes, give money, and frankly, give till it hurts, but that's not enough. We need you to bring your faith into action. I was telling my Jewish friends over, the, over Saturday, the Shabbat, just yesterday, I said, we all need to be activists, but every Christian activist is worth their weight in gold. We talk to, our, to each other in our synagogues, two, three hundred people. We need two, three million people. We need two, three billion people. And we can only do that with your help. Today, I know that many of you don't know about this rally, but this rally is a game-changing moment in the history of the world, the history of Jews and Christians. Never before in Dallas have Jews and Christians signed on to a rally like this together, all the synagogues. And frankly, after all these years of generations of, of mistrust and, and fear, for this to be happening right now, it's a moment where our hearts are open. This rally was supposed to happen in Allen, Texas. But Hamas activists here in Dallas, and they are here, everybody, they pressured the Allen School District, and the Allen School District folded like a tent, like cowards, and they forbade us from using their parking lot. Everybody, this, this battle is happening, and they are better organized. Their hate is very strong. But we will overcome it. It's happening now at the Marriott. And please come if you can. If you can't, watch it on live stream. There's a moment when Jews and Christians will stand together in unity. And we will overcome 2,000 years of pain. And together, we will fight our common enemy. And we will come together as brothers and sisters. This is why I'm here. It was not easy to leave my family, running in and out of bomb shelters. My wife has a special sense of humor. As I was leaving, the last thing she said to me was, you sure you want to go? Because if we all die and you're over there, you're going to feel pretty bad. <laughs> I said, well, thank you so much, honey. I love you. <laughs> but this is why I'm here. I don't have a gun. They won't give me one until I'm there for three years. I'm not in the army, but we are all in the army. Yeah. We are all gonna fight in the way that we can. Yeah. 
We must come together. We cannot be passive. The days for passivity are over. We have to stand together and fight with all of our heart and all of our soul and all of our voices. Scream to the heavens. You're at work, talk to your coworkers. You're in the elevator, talk to the people in the elevator. Let them know. Those are the evil people, the ones who murder babies and burn them and rape and pillage and slaughter whole families. You ask them, what do they want more than anything else? They want to kill Jews. If you ask the Jewish people, what do they want more than anything else? What do they say? They want peace. That's it, everybody. You don't need a PhD to understand this. And I'll tell you this. The day will come when all of us leave this world. We should all live long and healthy lives. We are going to stand before God. And he's going to ask us, when great evil came to the world, what did you do? See, in America, during, the world, during World War II, during the Holocaust, America didn't stand up. They didn't bomb the trains to Auschwitz. It's one of the great sins. We have the chance to turn that around today. We have the chance to repent for that sin. We have the chance to bring redemption, oh, that much closer. And we can do it. I want to finish because I'm, I'm sure the Pastor Terry is getting nervous. <laughs> At the very end of Psalm 27, David cries out, I'm going to read the words to you in Hebrew. Kaveh el Adonai, chazak v'ya'ameitz libecha, v'kaveh el Adonai. Hope for the Lord. Be strong and he will give your heart courage and hope for the Lord. Let us put our hope in God. May he comfort the bereaved, the tens of thousands of mourners who have lost loved ones. It's tens of thousands of family members. May he give Israel the courage that we need to destroy our enemies, to finish the job, and to bring our loved ones home. May God give strength to his people. May God bless his people with peace. Amen. Thank you.